there is a lot of substance in this poll. Uh, let's start with what you see as the biggest headline here. Yeah, Aaron, there is a lot in this poll. And again, this is a poll. It's a snapshot of time. It's a year out. Uh, but it is instructive as it sets the stage. Take a look at the horse race here between Donald Trump and Joe Biden. You see that Donald Trump has a narrow lead among registered voters, 49% to 45%. That's just outside the margin of error. I want to show you some key groups that were critical to Joe Biden's election as president in 2020, and they are not at the level of support that he needs them to be. Take a look here at independence. You see 45% Trump, 41% Biden. That was a Biden plus 13 group in the 2020 election. These are registered voters. It's a poll comparing to actual voters in 2020, but instructive. Take a look at black voters, 73% Biden to 23% Trump in our poll. That's a 50-point lead, except Joe Biden, three years ago, won black voters by 75 points in that election. Latino voters, basically dead even here, 50% Biden, 46% Trump. That was a group Joe Biden won by 33 points. And look at young voters. They are, they are deadlocked, 47% Biden, 48% Trump. That was a very strong Biden group. He won them by roughly 24 points just three years ago. Some key attributes, key qualities of the candidates. The strong qualities here for Joe Biden, respecting the rule of law. 51% of our poll respondents say that applies to Joe Biden. Only 35% say that that applies to Donald Trump. Honest and trustworthy. You see that Joe Biden bests Donald Trump by nine percentage points on that score. Flip it to Donald Trump's strongest attributes. An effective world leader. He is 12 points ahead of Biden on that score, 48% to 36%, and has the necessary stamina and sharpness to serve as president. Only 25% of our poll respondents, a quarter, say that is true of Joe Biden. Double that, 53% say that is true of Donald Trump. And just in terms of motivation, Aaron, we are seeing in our poll that Republican and Republican-leaning independent voters, 71% of them extremely motivated to vote, 61% of Democrats and Democratic leaners say so. That's an enthusiasm advantage. And finally, neither one of these candidates are popular with the American public. All right, welcome back. You just heard those numbers. It is from a CNN poll. Take it for whatever it is. Polls are what they are. I want to discuss a little bit more about... Um, the election that just passed. If you're yesterday, if you listen, uh, I didn't really have any answers. It was still kind of going on. We were waiting to see how it was going to shake out. We were doing, looked like we were doing better in some areas than others. Um, ultimately, I, it was it was about as as good as the 2022 election. It was a disappointment, I think, to most. Some of the most disappointing areas, I think, were in Virginia, Kentucky. Kentucky couldn't flip the governor, uh, Virginia, they couldn't get a hold of the uh, state Senate. So I think those are some of your biggest, um, I'd say the one that you're hearing the most about is Ohio with adding uh, abortion rights into their state constitution. And everybody seems to be focused on that in particular, that the reason that Republicans lost to Tuesday was because of the abortion issue. I, I really disagree with that. I gotta be honest with you. Um, the reason that the Republicans lost is because we have no leadership at the RNC. And this has been happening election cycle after election cycle. Uh, Trump won in 2016, and he had control of both chambers of Congress. 
and could have done a lot more than they allowed him to do, but our own party stopped him from doing so. Then in 2018, um, what ends up happening? We lose, and then it's it's divided, and the Democrats somehow, some way, God knows, they win the House. Okay. Uh, since then, 2020, it was flat. We saw what happened there. We could have taken the Senate easily, and we should have held on to the Senate easily. We didn't, and uh, we you gave them the super the super PAC that they had the presidency, the uh, the House and the Senate. And that's when the worst of the Democratic Party impacted America. By the way, I'd have to apologize again for the echo because I am in between uh, with my living situation. I'm stuck in a very crappy area to do recording. So I can, I can hear the reverberation myself just talking. Uh, so I apologize for that. That will go away shortly uh, as soon as I get to situated here and have an area. <laughs> uh, anyways. So that's what happens in 2020. We also lost the presidential election uh, in 2020. And the Republicans had the opportunity during that election cycle to block some of these uh, COVID-related rule changes that they made to mail-in voting and whatnot. And they didn't do that either. Okay, In 2022, we had the same problem. The RNC, it was just failure after failure. We should have taken the House not by four or five seats. We should have taken the House by 30 to 40 seats. I think at the time, if I would go back and listen to my recordings, I was somewhere around 19 that I thought we would be. I think 30 was being, 30 to 40 was being really uh, <clears throat> optimistic, but I thought 19 was realistic. I uh, also believe that we could have taken the Senate at that point as well, and then we would have had both chambers, and, and it would have been even better than it is right now as far as Congress goes. Where we are having a problem is who is running the DNC right now is Ron, uh, Ronna McDaniels. Uh, I don't know her. Yeah, I, obviously, I've never met her. Uh, from what I can tell, from what I see, she appears to be, or at least she looks like, she's reasonably a nice lady, is what it seems like. Uh, but as far as with the RNC, you're hired to do a job. She's not doing her job. Uh, she's horrible, actually, at her job. We've been losing consistently since she's been in this job. Since 2016, our elections have been a letdown every single time. You listen to a lot of people, and a lot of people are always talking about these red waves, red waves, red waves. I haven't seen a red drizzle, you know, as much as they talk about a red wave. You'd like to think that's what's coming, but when you really look at the data, and you take poll numbers for whatever they are, uh, it, it never, they're never on the same page. Uh, we certainly haven't had a red wave. The Democrats have been winning, uh, in a sense. I'm not saying we're getting destroyed. I mean, we picked up an extra seat in New York. We did good in Mississippi this round. Uh, we didn't do good in Virginia. We didn't do good in Kentucky. So, I mean, it's kind of give and take. Uh, but we should be doing better. Uh, the messaging is not there from the RNC. Uh, they, they need to spend the money in the places that need it needs to be spent so that they can win. As I talked about yesterday, we have to be willing to play the same game that the Democrats are playing. we got to be have the same ground game that they have. Otherwise, you're not going to win. 
Moving forward, if we hope to do better in 2024, we need a shakeup in the RNC. We need the money to be better spent. We need to get these rhinos out of there and really hit the ground running. And you would think, and I'm, I'm going to jump a little bit here, but you would think that you just lost 2016, 2018, 2020, 2022, 2023. You would think that you would say there's something wrong with the formula. And you would change. You'd make the whatever changes are necessary to make sure that next time you're victorious. But we're playing the same damn way every single time. And what's, what's happening is we are losing the same way every single time. We're being fed a bunch of lies that we're going to do so well and there's going to be this big red wave. And at the end of the day, there is no red wave. There's, there's not Like I said, there's not even a red drizzle. At the end of the day, the Democrats... Uh, keep gaining ground, and we keep losing ground, slowly but surely. If we hope to change things around, if we hope to win, the only way that that happens is we need to change who's in charge of the RNC. You need somebody that's going to go out there, be a go-getter, that knows how to play the game, that knows where to spend the money, that knows the vulnerable districts, knows which ones you're going to hang on to, knows the vulnerable seats. They, they go after what they need to go after to win. If we're not playing the game that way, we are not going to win. This is bigger than abortion. Yes, abortion happened in Ohio. I mean, unfortunate. You're watching crowds cheer because they have the ability to kill up to birth babies. I've never seen uh, something like that. Society has definitely fallen. But it's not about the abortion issue. That's a smaller issue than you would believe. I get it. That no matter what side you're on, and there's even a lot of uh, people that are um, not really for abortion, but they will give you some free passes on certain things on abortion, and even a certain time frame they're willing to give you. you know, there are certain people that, for them, if it is incest, if it is rape, if it is up to six to eight weeks, they're okay with that. You know, but anything more than that, they're not okay with. I mean, there's there's so many different there's so there's such a difference of opinion on if it's appropriate, when it's appropriate, the timing that it's appropriate, and everybody has a different point of view. That argument is not what's winning or losing elections right now. Why we are losing elections is because we are being outplayed. We, in the, we are being outdone. We're being outspent. They're attacking the vulnerable districts. They know district seats Everything they know what they're doing. The, the Democratic game is much better than their than ours. They're playing a better game than we're playing, and we're not making the necessary adjustments to win. And until we start doing that, we are going to continue to lose. If you look at polling numbers, you just heard in the beginning. That's where I'm going all the way back to now. But you just heard in the beginning all these polling numbers. On all accounts, with his with the publicity that Donald Trump is getting and how bad it is. Joe Biden should be killing them in all these polls. Killing them. I mean, guy's got ter terrible publicity swirling around him nonstop. He should be killing them, but he's not. He's not because people like him, because he gets his own messaging out. He's not hoping for the RNC to do it for him. He is taking the, the role on himself, and he gets his own message out there. And people either like the way he does it or do not. And then there are those people that truly believe that this is a political attack on an opponent. But he should, on all accounts, with as bad as things are, be getting killed. The RNC, what are they doing to help him out? They're not doing nothing to help him out. 
They they would do they would like nothing more than for it to be somebody else. They want somebody who is more establishment. They don't want Donald Trump back in there. No matter how much they're going to smile on TV and lie and pretend that they do, they do not want him back. He is a disruptor. He do, he doesn't disrupt the swamp and only piss off Democrats. He pisses off half the Republican Party because they're part of the problem. They don't want him back. He should be losing, but he's not. Because his messaging is good. His ground game is good. He is going around and promoting himself because he knows where he needs to attack. He knows who he needs to reach, and he's trying to get there. If the RNC put 25% of the energy that Trump puts in to our elections, we would do that much better. We would be getting some more red waves. We would be doing a lot better every election cycle, but we're not. Definition of insanity. Doing the same thing over and over and over and expecting a different outcome. That's what's happening with the RNC right now. And it has to change or just accept the fact that this will be a one-party system soon. And we will no, there'll be nothing more to talk about because we will just continue to lose. Ridiculous. Uh, Gateway Pundit reported, and I thought that this is an important story. Uh, Walmart and Amazon refuse to sell Dinesh D'Souza's police state DVDs just one week after a government agency blocked bank, transa- bank transactions uh, by producers. And uh, I guess they need your help. Uh, I mean, uh, you can help if you want them or not. I think the most important thing in here is that the new film, which captured the hearts and minds of a lot of people, I have not seen it yet. It hit the theaters two weeks ago. I personally would like to see it. I just have not had the time. My life has been kind of chaos lately but I would like to see it. Um, it's a, it, it, D'Souza with Bongino produced it. It's a documentary exposing the Biden regime's unprecedented political persecution of ordinary Americans. Um, conservative actor, Nick Searcy, who's best known for playing the uh, sheriff, Art Mullen in Justified, plays a villainous role in the movie and as he faces a federal law enforcement uh, enforcing to a two-tier justice system in America. It's, it's basically a description of what we feel is going on today. I mean, it's not like it's not going on. You, you, you see it daily. Um, the biggest problem here is, again, how many, how many movies, go to Walmart, go to Amazon, look what they sell. They sell movies with, all, I mean, anything pretty much you want. I'm not saying in, uh, I'm not saying as far as, uh, Walmart, and I, but yeah, you can get movies from sick, murdering, twisted plots to, um, yeah, what was the name of that movie that, uh, they called it Karen, I think. Karen, where they're tracking down white people and killing them. You can put all these movies in there and they're willing to sell it. But if you put a movie saying that the government potentially is a two-sided system and they're threatening and intimidating witnesses and everything else... Uh, you can't have that. How many movies have been made in the past that basically have that same exact storyline? That the government's crooked and they're coming to get you and everything. I mean, it's it's not like this is something brand new. Or, or is it just that it's so good and it hits so close to home that these people are trying to just keep a lid on it? It's wrong that they're trying to suppress this movie. They don't want it to get that get out. They don't want it to be available because it attacks one side. But 
it's it's the side it's attacking. If it was a movie attacking Trump or Republicans or anything like that, it wouldn't be a problem. But because it's attacking the Department of Justice and everything else, it's a problem for them and they don't want it to be released. It's getting to a point, and it's unfortunate, if you were to boycott or if you were to use your money and spend it in places um, that are only for, only agree with you and only for you, you're going to have real limited options. You've just gotten to a point, Amazon, we already know Amazon's trash. They've been trash for a long time. Um, they, they took, they exploited the pandemic they shut all the mom and pop businesses down, put them out of business. They grew triple during the pandemic. That's, uh, socialism right there at its finest, you know, a public private partnership, the government's partnering, partnering with them. They're getting richer by the day. And then these great little mom and pop places that everybody loved that have been there for 50 years, got shut down and never to be seen uh, or heard from again, Walmart, you know, they, they're hit and miss. Sometimes they say something and make some statements and other times they stay out of it. But unfortunately, this is one of those times that they decided to throw uh, uh, their two cents in the ring. And of course, it's for the liberal left. You know, it's more beneficial to them than it is to um, us. And I think it's a movie. You know, people are going to watch whatever they want to watch. If they want to watch it, they'll watch it. They don't want to watch it, they won't watch it. And it's a shame my, where, where I was going was, was if you cut out everyone and you cut Walmart out and everywhere, we're at a point now where where do you shop? Where do you go <laughs> for, for all your stuff? Where do you go? You, you, you're just, it's gotten so bad and it's a shame to see what's happening happen. Uh, the only, and it's, it's almost impossible at this stage, but uh, I mean, the only thing that would bring me any joy is, okay, well, if all conservatives, if all libertarians that believe that um, you know, freedom of speech, freedom to watch what you want, the right to choose, all that stuff. If you believe in all that, if you stop spending your money at these stores and spend them somewhere else, you could put such a hurting on these stores that maybe they go out of business and that means somebody else will rise. And if somebody else rises, then you have somewhere else to go. Right now, we're just at a point where there's nowhere to go. I mean, I shop at Walmart. I hate Walmart, but I shop at Walmart. Why? Because it's the most affordable place to shop right now. I certainly am not going to Target. I'll never, I'll never walk through a Target again. But Walmart, I do go there. I know that they say stuff from time to time. It's kind of hard not to because at least in my area and everywhere in the country is different. You guys have different grocery chains. But Publix is ridiculous. How much the stuff costs there? Yeah, I can't go in. Whole Foods is again ridiculous. I mean, super high dollar prices there. Fresh Market, super high dollar. Winn Dixie, I think Aldi's just bought them out. So Winn Dixie is. Uh, it's kind of going down. I was never a big fan of all these. That's just not my my style. Um, they have things there that I'm just. Uh, you get comfortable. You buy the things you're used to buying, and they don't have what I like. So I'm not a big fan of all these. That really kind of. I mean, what is, what does it leave you with? You can't do all your grocery shopping at these big at these big uh, bulk bulk stores like a Costco or uh, BJ's or anything like that because you need a lot of little stuff, and some of it's just way too. I mean, some of it's way too much. Who needs a five five pound or gallon tub of mayonnaise? My God, I need a small squirt bottle to put on some sandwiches here and there. I don't need a five gallon. So I mean, obviously, I'm not buying that there. And if that's the only place to shop, you're telling me I got to buy that? I'm gonna throw four and three quarter gallons away if I even use a quarter of a gallon. That's a hell of a lot of mayonnaise. <laughs> but you get my point. It's a shame that we got to shop at these places, but it is good to know and be aware of. 
who really is kind of actively working against what you believe in and your freedoms and your choices. And then you could limit how much you spend there. You know, maybe you do a little there and then you go a little the mom, a little more to the mom and pop places and support the small businesses here in America, which is the backbone of the country. Because uh, all the big corporations are turning against us. One very quickly here at the end that I wanted to go over with you. <laughs> and this is a crappy story. <laughs> Literally. Disney has been going into crapper. You're going to notice a common theme here. <laughs> their movies are crap. Uh, their ideology is crap. Their employees are crap. Or at least all the uh, liberal ones. I don't know how many good ones they got anymore. But even in the theme parks, closer to the end when I stopped visiting Disney, the employees were getting were getting crappier and crappier. It used to be you go over there and you were just wondered. So people made fun of them. Are they like robot people? Because who could be that happy with that smile all the time? It just, it's almost a little bit creepy, you know. I mean, it was always a kind of a running joke with Disney, but they could somehow find these people that were just happy, and you know what? It made the whole experience that much better because it, once they took it away, you lost something there, and it's like, oh man, I, I'd love to have those little weird, those little weird freaks back because <laughs> they were they were good to walk around with. Anyways, <sighs> Disney has people. Uh, People are defecating in the lines at the Disney theme parks now. So it's a crappy situation. Crappy story. <laughs> the lines for key attractions at Disney theme parks have swelled to such long wait times that people have reportedly been defecating near and where they stand. According to the New York Post, witnesses at the theme park goers say that there is rising awareness about the issue on social media, which is allegedly been a problem at both Disneyland and Disney World for at least a decade. Now, I have never seen this personally. And we probably stopped going to Disney when they started getting real crazy back in 20... God, when was the last time I went to Disney? 20... 2020? No, maybe it was before that. Uh, yeah, because of the pandemic. It was before that. Maybe 2019, 2018, something like that. Uh, I didn't see... Uh, anybody dropping a turd anywhere. Uh, and I didn't see, or at least didn't notice, if there was a pile of dung sitting somewhere on the <laughs> sidewalk there. But um, it says that, uh, so I guess one of the goers there said uh, someone let their kid take a dump on the floor and then just walked away and left it, WTF, which I'm sure you know what that means. Um I guess it, at the theme park line. So the lines are, I guess it's too long for them. I get the, the line that they were in was the rise of resistance. Um, and I guess they took uh, pictures and, and put it out on Reddit. Uh, and there are body fluids that they're saying there's body fluids near me and around me. The lines are 90 minute wait times. And I guess people, instead of getting out of line, think it's okay now to, uh, because even one of these says that they just literally drop their pants and right there in a the line in front of kids and people. And, and, and I mean, it says a lot about society. Trust me. This is, a, this is the problem we're having with society right here. This is it. I mean, you got a grown adults that are literally dry, are comfortable enough in front of everybody to drop their pants and just crap on the floor in Disney. I mean, Disney is turning into crap. I get I get that they don't mind doing that there because of what they've become. So they're just crapping on an already crappy uh, company. But 
There are men, women, and children there. There are people there that do not want to see your rear end. We certainly don't want to see you dropping a load on the floor and leaving a hot steamer there while people are standing in line. Uh, the, the, the whole situation is just uh, crappy. <laughs> I, I just, uh, I don't get it. And, and I don't get the direction that society is going in. And a lot of times I feel like uh, I hope that that trumpet is coming soon and God is going to call soon because I don't know how it gets a whole lot worse from here. I mean, I mean if we're getting to a point where people are comfortable waiting in a line at Disney World, supposed to be one of the most magical, happy places in the world that is filled with children, and it's okay for you to sit down and crap on the, on the, in line there while you're waiting to get on Winnie the Pooh, yeah, I, I don't know how much worse we can get. You know, I'm, I'm waiting to hear my trumpet sound. And, uh, and I can just fly away because <laughs> it's, uh, it's getting bad out there. So I thought I'd throw that in there that if you didn't think Disney was doing bad enough and they weren't getting enough bad press, well, they just got some additional crappy press right there and certainly in a very, very bad manner. So uh, the kingdom has definitely fallen. Anyways. That's it for me today. If you like what you're hearing, please uh, tell some people about me. If you'd like to uh, reach out to me, go to one of my social media uh, accounts there and uh, send me a message. Beyond that, I hope you have a beautiful Thursday. And we'll see you next time.